Hello, and welcome to Man vs. Business. My name is Les Janes, and I am here with my co-host, Sean McMenamin. In this series of podcasts, Sean and I are going to be talking about business topics and adventures, that work-life balance that everybody needs. So sit back and enjoy the show. So Sean, how are you doing today? Good, Les. How are you this fine day? Doing fine. I think our uh, uh, recording over video and then putting it out on Buzzsprout seems to be working pretty good. All right. Well, good. I like the new format. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I, I kind of in this uh, this new era, which I think we all want to throw away, <laughs> this 2020 era yeah. that we want to throw away. Era, uh, error. Yeah. Er, yeah. Error. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that uh, we're all starting to get used to talking over Zoom and, and um, you know, posting posting stuff online. So mm-hmm. anyways, we've kind of changed our format to where we're uh, actually doing both now. We're posting these to YouTube under a channel that I've got out there, and then we're posting uh, the audio to Buzzsprout under a, a podcast uh, out there under Man Versus Business is what both of them are under. So yeah, we, hopefully people still enjoy listening to us. I enjoy talking with you, and you know, yeah, we talk we talk more than this anyway. But, uh, <laughs> That's making right. It, making it formal is a lot of fun. That's right. So uh, before we start, uh, uh, Sean gave me a nice little surprise when I called him before this. Yeah, because it's happy birthday, Les. There you go. I'm getting old. Yeah, so, I wasn't uh, going to sing it again. Yeah, no, don't don't do no, that. We won't no. sing. We won't sing online. <laughs> no. So uh, we thought we'd t- uh, touch on training today. So what does that look like? Why, why are we touching on training? Well, I think the reason that I thought about it, we're, we're in performance review season, and I know a lot of uh, managers like to use training as an objective for their employees. Right. So, so that is a good objective as long as it is framed in the right way, and that's, that's the way I'm looking at it when people give me the performance reviews and they, they use training for their employees. Like the, the right. Give it to me. So, so I did want to talk about it. I really enjoy learning. I enjoy going to school and taking classes and things like that. And in this environment, like we talked about the, the error that is 2020, yeah. um, people have seemingly more time on their hands. Are they, are they taking more training? Are they taking more um, seminars? Right. And I think they are. So what's the best way to like for for your business, you know, make it a work related seminar um, for your own personal benefit? Is there time on, on your hands that, uh, that you can take a couple classes? Now, most of them have been free at the beginning, but but I think that was a good a good tickler to get people to um, charge later on for, for training. But when you think of it, it's probably worth it. If you pay 90 or a hundred dollars for, uh, you know, an hour and a half, two hour training session, $50 right. an hour. When people are, when people are, are working for a living, that's, that's not a bad, that's not a bad uh, payday for them. And it's a good benefit for you. Well, and for me, uh, the, the training is very important just because of the, uh, the situation I'm in with the, the company that I'm working for, since it's a startup, uh, training is going to be very key from a, a foundational standpoint. We've got a lot, a, a lot of activities within the environment that we're going to have to figure out how to document and train on and how do we uh, hold that training and hold that experience and hold that value as we start to, to grow the organization. 
So we've been having lots of conversations around different training opportunities. We just had one today about, uh, you know, how do we get some forklift training in here and how do we do a train the trainer scenario? Mm -hmm. uh, how do we uh, uh, develop something that we can keep in house? And as we get new people and, and grow the group, you know, uh, making it to where, you know, the, the training continues on and we've got good sound people that understand what's important to the environment. And that flows through all types of training production training, quality training, um, you know, uh, safety, safety training, uh, front office training, yeah. you know, so well, I mean, it's I, everywhere. I think, yeah. Your, your forethought and the planning, you know, we always, you know, we always go back to the foundation of planning is, right. is really good that you're thinking about formalizing the training at the same time you're building the process. Right. Right. As if it was, you know, I, I would imagine there's a lot of companies that, that start off by, you know, four or five people that know what's going on. And it's just like, Hey, go out, get it done. And then you get, you get so far down the road and you get so far into the, to the weeds that, that, um, when you bring on somebody new, you can't go back and retrace mm -hmm. what all was done or how better to do what was done in order to hand it to somebody else so that they're more efficient. Now. Well, and, and the approach that I'm taking, I think helps to mitigate that risk, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. So uh, by taking it on early, uh, which you, you might say that it might add a little bit of uh, cycle time to the, the process of growth and, and how we're doing things. But uh, I think it's a good investment at this time in, in going ahead and taking those extra steps to write down a procedure that you've just developed or a program that you've just put in place or a process that you're kind of clarifying and, and you know that's important. You know, why why start a year from now to create the lockout tagout when I know we're going to need one at some point, you may as well mm -hmm. create it now. Yeah. You know, so um, just things like that, uh, that we're, we're going ahead and, and taking the steps to to put those types of things in place. And you're right, most companies when they're probably doing a startup, if I had to guess, they don't they don't do that. They put that kind of stuff on the back burner. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's what's going to give us some of the longevity that we're looking for. That, I mean, that, that, that's very nice for the age uh, or, or position of your company as a, as a, new, as a newer company or, mm -hmm. relative, or the startup company. Right. And based on where the, the company is in its, in its life cycle or business cycle, um, you have to address training in a different way. Right. Right. Cause yeah. And I got my notes and it was the, the two, the two words uh, are the two um, extra categories of training, you know, the personal training and the formal training. And it did, well, I say they were extra because I, we, we already talked about like, you know, work related training. So, sure. Sure. So, I mean, is it formal? Yes. You're making it formal. Uh, is there informal training that should happen as well with the people that, that as you, go down the line and, and age in, in your company or like in my company that is a little older, but mm -hmm. what's the informal training? Hey, you know, go out and, and gain some kind of knowledge that will help you in your, in your business, right? whether it's directed, whether it's directed to you or, or for you by your manager or, or not. I mean, I would like to think that people would try to gather as much knowledge on the topics that they enjoy one and two would benefit them in their, so, so that's a good question. I mean, do you think people are actually doing that and taking those steps? You know, I, I think I, I, I would like to believe that there are more than there, there probably are. 
<laughs> um, so take, doing training and taking training on, on their own initiative. I yeah. think, I think if, um, you know, you have those people in your organization, they're valuable employees, not saying that, that somebody that doesn't necessarily go for training is invaluable. Uh, if you look at the nine box matrix yeah. on, on, on people and where they sit in the, the, uh, knowledge and, and proficiency, um, Anyway, I got to figure out, I got to try to remember. I, I probably have it in my file here. But anyway, in, in that nine box matrix, you know, you have the people that are just do the job, the ones and the twos that just do the job, come to work, go home. That's all right. you want to know. And you, right. need, you need some of those, those worker bees. You need right. those worker bees. But it's the, it's the people that kind of go up diagonally on the nine box matrix to, to uh, see that, you know, what, what you will see out of them is that they take training on their own. Well, and that's a good point that you need both. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't, you know, uh, whether you like it or not, you can't have everybody striving for the same uh, organizational positions. I mean, you still need people that are going to uh, put the product together and, and, yeah. and actually do the, the hands-on work. Um, and then out of that group, you've got the people that want to go a little bit further and do more. You know, it, it's kind of in, an interesting concept, though, the fact that, uh, we don't, as a, as, a, as, a, as a country or a culture, we don't necessarily take care of those people that are really doing the good work and don't do the training, but they're doing the job that's important to the organization. Isn't that kind of backwards? It is. Yeah, it is. That's... <laughs> didn't, mean to, didn't mean to steer us off into a, a, a rabbit hole here, but... <laughs> bum, bum me out here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but then, you know, the, the other things that we talk about, and if I think if we say them over and over again, I think they will sink in not only to us, but perhaps to some of the folks that are listening, is that's why you have to manage on your feet. Yeah. You know, we said it even in, last, in the last um, meeting that we had was, you know, you got to get out, you got to know who's doing what yeah. and why and, and uh, com communicate with them, make sure that they, that they are appreciated. So I'm, I'm changing that a little bit. I'm managing on my feet with a stool. Uh, you are? My, I get so tired of standing out there at times. You know, I, I stand out there in the shop and we, we uh, work on ideas and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, my back is killing me, you know? <laughs> and so I had him buy me a little stool with wheels and I can roll all over the place now. <laughs> Isn't that bad? That is bad. Well, it's kind of funny. We have a, we have an electric scooter in our shop. Our, our shop we have about a forty thousand square foot shop, and uh, right. So it's it's not huge, but it's it's a decent size. And yeah, it's a, bigger than ours. Ours is about twenty five. There's an electric um, industrial scooter golf cart. It's, a, it's not a golf cart, but it's a scooter battery operated. Right. And, uh, <laughs> there there have been people throughout the years, even even a shop supervisor that wasn't great at walking. Yeah. So uh, he had to drive around in that. Yeah, I, you know, That's I, age. I'm going to go ahead and blame that on age. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Happy know. birthday again. Remember. Yeah. That. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you have enough wind to blow out all those candles. <laughs> no doubt. It's a so, yeah, fire hazard. My, yeah. No kidding. Oh yeah. So, uh, you know, the want, the, the want to learn, the time to learn and the application of, of the learning. So, yeah. you know, all three of those, all three of those categories um, have to be, have to be addressed and understood either if you're taking training on your own or you're being directed to take training um, by your management team. So, so the want we just talked about, you know, whether it's driven by you or by your manager, yeah. um, you, you, you kind of hope that the employee takes the initiative, don't you? Yeah. 
And, and yeah, you asked that question. Don't you, do you think people want to? Um, I, I think if they see a value in them learning something new mm-hmm. and it can be implied, that's why I think it's very important for the manager to discuss before you recommend training to an employee that, that the outcome and where they're going to apply it and the benefit that they're going to get and benefit that the company's going to get uh, from that training. I think that should all be discussed ahead of time. Hey, when right. you get back, you know, when you get back from training then you're going to be able to do this, that, the other thing. And then what you will typically hear from, I would imagine most employees, well, do I get paid more an hour? Do I get a raise? <laughs> you know, that, that, yeah. that's always going to be, and you know what, in some cases, it's a valid point. Out, if it's more valuable to the organization, then why wouldn't it be more valuable monetarily to the employee? Right. Because you really don't want employees taking training and then just leaving. Right. 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 You want yeah. to invest in them. Who, who was it? Uh, I don't know if it was Elon Musk or one of the, one of the, uh, the big moguls um, saying that he would rather, he would rather invest in, in an employee that stays rather than thinking, well, what if I invest in them and leave? Well, what if you don't invest in anybody, then they're all going to leave or they're all going to be useless. Right. I, I think I, I messed up that, that quote that he had, but that's basically. No, I get your point though. And, and what are you left with? Well, yeah, that's the thing. What are you left with? If you don't invest in anybody, then what are you left with? Is right. So then the, the time you brought up the time component and, uh, and, and I, again, I think that's a two-sided coin. I think both the, the organization and the employee need to understand that it's a time investment on both parts. Mm-hmm. You know, the employee is taking time to actually do it. Even if it's during work, uh, they, they need to, the employer needs to understand that, uh, they're getting behind on their other duties by taking this training, that's right. you know, so, uh, uh, it is an investment on their part, and of course, the employee needs to understand it's an investment by the organization too. So it's a, it's a, a, a both organizations, both situations are trying to give to the scenario. Yeah, and I and I think being clear, being clear, and, and talking through all those things, is better than leaving them unsaid. Mm-hmm. Meaning, meaning, you know, you don't want the employee to to have on their shoulder, oh, I've got to go take this training, and I've got to do all my work. And my boss doesn't understand how much of an impact that is. Right. The boss should understand and tell him, Hey, I know it's going to be a little bit more work and, you know, figure out how to get it all done. But that goes back to your point earlier about communication. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. so, you know, having good communication. And then the third component was the application. Well, yeah. I mean, everybody, well, I I say everybody, that's a little late. That's lazy. That's my lazy (laughs) speech. speech. That's right. Actually, I have to give a shout out to uh, an old colleague of ours that uh, when, when he heard lazy speech on the last uh, podcast, he sent me a note on LinkedIn. <laughs> That's funny. But uh, yeah, yeah, you don't want to say everybody, but when people take, when people take uh, training and then you come back and when you're the only one training, I think this is what I was thinking of when I wrote down that note. So I know I've been in different organizations where I went and I took balance scorecard training and, mm-hmm. and uh, management financial training and things like that. And then you get back to the organization and none of your other, none of your peers have that same training and the language. And, and now it's up to you to try to implement that when, when perhaps the training was thought of as, Hey, that's your training. Don't come back and try to give me your training, you know, it's, it's like when you, when you are kind of left and honestly, I felt like I was left hanging where, Hey, I've got all this great information and we should, we should, um, you know, modify how we do things. And this is why, and here it is in the book and everything like that. But 
you know, the people back in the office might not want to hear that because they didn't get the message. And I might not be a great, a great communicator back as to what I learned and how to then, you know, put it back into the organization. So I've dealt with that most of my career from a quality perspective. Yeah, I, I'm you know, sure that, that's a great lean, example. Yeah, lean Six Sigma, you know, mm-hmm. all the training I've done, uh, I've done around the, those activities, uh, trying to bring that back in the organization. If you try and bring it back in the middle of the organization and work your way in both directions, uh, it can be a huge challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it is important, again, to have that communication about, I'm getting ready to go have this training. Do we feel it's good for the organization? Once I bring it back, what are we going to do? You know, exactly. so, and I was actually thinking of, of two scenarios that uh, application kind of falls within. So that's, that's one scenario where you actually try to bring the application back and, and use it within the organization. But the flip side of that is somebody going out and getting trained and bring nothing back. Well, yeah. you know, what and, are the expectations? And yeah. And don't use it. Don't use it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine, I would imagine that's the worst case scenario or the, the worst, the worst it hopefully doesn't to happen too often i don't know well i think I, I think i've seen it more times than i want to yeah and and i i will say and i, pro, I provide now that i'm older and supposedly not, wiser supposedly wiser and, and not that shy um there, there was a training when i first came to this company uh-huh. and it was uh, training and like four of us came four of us went to that training and we basically wasted two and a half days because it was useless. But the good, the good thing is, and, and not being sure, I came back and said, listen, nobody is going to go to that training again. Yeah. <laughs> that training is a waste of time. If, if, if what that person who taught that class, the value of that, I can give you in five minutes, I'll buy you lunch. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, and, and so, so I think that that's another uh, a bullet point that we should probably touch on is, is the value of training. Uh, are, are we doing our, as leaders uh, and as, as an individual, are you doing your due diligence to make sure that the training is going to be beneficial, you know, as opposed to going into it and, and finding out it's just a waste of your time? Yeah, and that is that is a difficult that's a difficult thing to assess. Yes, you know, it is. There's 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 training companies out there, and they have great titles on training. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Learn. You know. Learn. I, one of them that I see all the time, and I won't mention the the organization or whatever, but um, you know, uh, finance for non finance managers. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, one of those. Probably everybody sees it. You know, learn finance and accounting for for you dumb engineers. You know. They're, yeah. They're, even though, I, even though I have my MBA in finance, so there you go. So that's why I, I can I can say that. Um, no, so you, you get that. And you, like it all depends on what the what the really guts of the curriculum are, as to whether you're going to get anything out of it, right? If the, mm-hmm. if the, if the person just talks over your head, you know, if you really don't know finance, if they talk over your head, then then you're not going to get anything. It's up to you then, of course, to try to gain more knowledge out of it. Or if they talk you know, too simply, maybe, you know, enough to get by, but you were hoping that this was, you know, financing, project financing and investment, things like that. So, you know, you really do have to investigate one, the curriculum and two, the person doing the training. You know, I'm getting some interesting uh, uh, email ads for some training right now on AI, artificial intelligence. And I don't know why I'm getting them all of a sudden, but uh, uh, you know, uh, that's, AI is going to be an important, an important part of our organization and how we kind of um, develop the, the organization as a whole. 
And so, you know, that's one of those things that uh, probably at some point I probably will take some training in, in artificial intelligence, which leads me to, I think, the topic we should probably end on. And that is, how long do you keep training? How long do you keep as a personal uh, training? You know, we kind of touched on this uh, before, the, before the session, you know. Uh, the older you get, do you, do you, con do you continue to do training? Do people want to continue to do training? Um, I don't know. What's your thoughts there? My thoughts when it comes to business in the office, to me, everyone should continually look for training, um, enhancing your skills. And I don't know, training maybe is too generic, but enhancing your skills. Right. And there are skills that you could always enhance. Right. Even if even if you are within a couple years of retiring, perhaps making sure that the skills of uh, people communication are are worked on enhanced. I mean, the thing is though, you you have to want to learn and want to improve those skills. Right. So so of course you're you're going to do better on topics that you really want to learn. So yeah. I, I would hope I would hope I know I I, I enjoy training. I try to. In, the, in my past and, and even now anything that I can gain any kind of collateral duty, any kind of tidbit of information just to have, to have knowledge because you know, as we talked a little bit earlier, I think if, if you learn something it might not make you smarter, but I think it is a foundation to being more wise. Right. And I think as we get older, being more wise becomes very important. You know, I do think that uh, somebody like myself, I'm not going to go out and get my master's degree at my age. That's so. That's not the type of. No, I'm not. <laughs> Would you? I want. If you, just, if you uh, had the okay, so this is this is good. If yeah. you had the chance right now, yes. and you didn't have, if you didn't already have a master's degree, would you go out and get a master's degree now? I am. I am in search of getting another master's degree right now. Yes. Are you really? Yes. In what? It's, it's just in in uh, uh, alternative dispute resolution. Oh, you know, you and I have talked about that before. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. See, in my in, in my business, I do I negotiate, I review contracts and things like that. Mm -hmm. I enjoy I enjoy uh, mediation, negotiation, and I think it would be it would be a great job when I retire in however many years, ten years or so, to be yeah. a, a a mediator rather than rather than a you know a starter at the first hole of the local golf course. <laughs> <laughs> so because i enjoy it right so that's that's sure. what i want to do the thing the, the only the only other problem is that i am and this is for everyone in the world i am quite a frugal person and the, even online programs uh -huh. to get the degree yeah about seventy thousand dollars <sighs> wow yes. i would not have guessed yeah so uh, yeah maybe that's you know if there's good schools and and we're talk, i don't know if i should name like good schools like Pepperdine, USC, yeah, sure. mm -hmm. University of Washington in, in uh, St. Louis. Right. Those, those guys all have, have very good programs. A lot of money. Wow. Yeah. I never would have guessed. So, so I, think, I think I have a tendency to float away from that and go towards snippets of learning yeah. on very specific topics and, and uh, very specific things. Um, I think the thought of going back to school uh, just kind of doesn't well, set well with me. <laughs> I, I always did enjoy school. So, um, and I, just this time last year, I, I went and got my uh, certificate for mediation. So yeah. I got a certificate from the university of California, uh, 
Hastings School of Law. Now, I don't mind certificate programs because yeah. they usually last like a week or two. Or... Yeah, that was a 40-hour certificate. Yeah, I mean, those, those I, I think are yeah. great. Okay, and, and I use it at work. I use it, I, I use it and, I, and I, know, I know what value I got because I actually work paid for that one. Right. So I got, I got the value of that, but um, the specific masters in what I want would be just that much more beneficial both to me personally and for the organization. So I think to wrap this wrap this up, I, I know I think, now that you all know my yeah. <laughs> personal my plans and goals here for the next there you five go. years. Yeah. So I think uh, I think to wrap this up, I mean, I, I, I th you and I both believe that uh, training is very important, and, and that an organization should invest uh, in their employees, and that they should uh, invest in in training and, and elevating their employees because I think you're saying that you brought up earlier is, is very true that, uh, you know, what's going to happen if you don't invest in them, yeah. you know? And so employers and, and, need to keep that in mind. And don't use training just as a, a catch all. Right. Hey, uh, you know, you know, I, we, we've got to do something for the performance review this year and, uh, you know, go train on, you know, these three or four different things and like, forget about it. Right. Plan ahead, set expectations, measure the results, Yep. Just like anything. And then yep. you'll get you'll get more out of it. And I think the employee would would appreciate the investment of their manager in understanding, you know, what they have to go through to actually get trained and then be utilized. People want to be utilized. Right. Right. You know, we might have to have a session sometime and talk about specific training topics that you and I have gone through uh, throughout our career. Because I've got I've done a lot of them. I mean, it, it, that list would be uh, pretty long. Yeah, uh, is, is there anything else you want to bring up before we break? Uh, other than it's your birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday. Happy <laughs> birthday to me. Yeah, we're not going to do this on my birthday. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping I'm, I'm going to do like my mom. I'm going to start going backwards. I'm getting to yeah. that point where I want to start aging backwards. Well, so. like, like we said, uh, this year has been such a, such a hole in our lives that um, yeah. maybe we just skip this one. Yeah, I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you. Well, Sean. Uh, it's fun as always, uh, getting together and, and talking about a specific topic. Uh, you have a great day and, uh, we'll chat with you later. Thanks. Same to you, Wes. Take care. Yep. Take care. Bye. Bye. I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. Sean and I will be back again to discuss another exciting business topic and work-life adventure. Take care.